0: What's up, everybody? What's up? Oh, yeah. I'm Corey Kingston. It's the Drum Brigade podcast. That guy over there in Farbrook, chilling out in Phil's castle. It's the one, the only, Funky Phil Pardell. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What's up, Phil? We're moving a little fast right now because I came in late. Very late. Very, <laughs> very, very late, dude. All good. I was dreaming about some weird stuff, dude. Just weird. And uh Really? Yeah, it's crazy. I was dreaming that I was going to Glamis. You know what Glamis is? Nope. <laughs> yeah, you didn't grow up in the nine oh nine like me. No, sir. Um, so Glamis is where you go to ride motorcycles. It's sand dunes. And it's like kinda on the way to Arizona, kind of.
1: Okay. Is that and, that's not the same as Akotio?
0: Wells, it's like, right. it's like an hour or two hours past Acacia Wells. Oh. So Acacia Wells is where I broke my ankle. Okay. And then when I was younger, I would go out to Glamis and like people ride quads and stuff out there. I don't know why, but I had a dream. I was going out to, out to Glamis with no dirt bike or nothing. And I was just meeting up with my friend and his dad. We were little kids, by the way, <laughs> meeting up with our friends, <laughs> meeting up with my friend's dad, And then my brother wanted to come. And so I'm like, all right, you can come. And I'm like, but, you know, like we don't have dirt bikes. So like maybe you could just like ride on. We can borrow one and then we can just ride doubles. (laughs) (laughs) And for some reason, this dream is what made me late today, Phil. This is the dream that made me late. That's a new one. That's a new explanation. (laughs) It makes no sense.
1: But this is my life. So you just overslept because you were enjoying not having a dirt bike out in the in the dunes?
0: No. Okay. The truth, truth be told, my wife, we're still in a hotel. By the way, mm-hmm. you know this is a Uh-oh. baby, a baby one. Okay, <laughs> we're still in a hotel. the The work on our house is not done. Last week, if you heard me talk about it, I was saying that the work, our house had a flood pipe. It was my soapbox. Yeah. Okay. Anything, anyways, it's still our house is a disaster, dude. These guys are the worst construction workers ever. They painted our bathroom blue. For why in the world would you paint it blue? I have no idea. But our bathroom is blue, like baby blue. They they just made that call without. Yeah, they're like, well, just paint it blue. You know what would really go with this decor is blue. I'm gonna go with it, straight up blue. My wife is like, what the heck? That's and we had it like like light gray light kind of looking no they went with blue and then the baseboards are still light gray so it's completely it looks like we're in a crazy house that's
1: so weird it, I feel like they should just I mean well they should have asked you I guess if there was gonna be a color like it's pretty standard to just paint it white
0: just right? paint it white just paint it white and yeah no they went with blue so and then the 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 house is covered in drywall dust covered. They didn't cover anything. So everything on my dresser, everything everywhere is covered in white dust. Sweet. And then like the bathroom is a disaster. They took my wife's, one of my wife's plants, just threw it in the bathtub. Like every it's dude, it's a, it's a mess. It's a mess. So I'm just like, whatever. And like, I don't know what they're doing. I think they're waiting for an inspector to come out and test the mold. So the house is just sitting like that. Wouldn't you clean it up? And it's just sitting. We've been there every day this last week, and it's just been like, yeah, it looks exactly the same as it did on Wednesday, and today's Sunday. Yeah, that's weird. So so anyways, my wife is a teacher. She teaches English for Chinese kids, like young Chinese kids in China. That's so So cool. So she teaches in the middle of the night. So in the middle of the night we're in a hotel. There's not a wall dividing us like in our apartment. I hear her good morning or like whatever. Hi, how are you? She sings this song. Hello. Hello. How are you? She sings it every, it's like at three in the morning, this is what I'm hearing. (laughs) So I got like a horrible, horrible night's sleep. And then in the morning, I'm still trying to like get enough rest. And so I'm dreaming about quads and Glamis. (laughs) and that's why i'm late that's the real reason okay.
1: so it's the dream's fault or it's your wife's fault
0: yeah okay <laughs> and it's the house's fault the house the guys that are fixing their house it's their fault yeah yeah so there you go i ain't trying to hear that right now i do have an official soapbox today that i will get on later okay or or now i don't know you never know it with me phil um Anyways, this is the Drum Brigade Podcast. This is episode 86. We have a wonderful guest coming up. Oh, man. We've never talked to this guy. We've never talked to this guy, but he's played in some big major bands. And um, so, yeah, his name is Tucker Rule. Oh, boy. Oh, God. Maybe he's he's like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe he's heard of us before, but he's coming on, and he's going to talk to us. He's played in, like, some crazy bands. Um, So we're going to get to the bottom of it in a few minutes here with him yeah um phil yeah so dude i'm sorry for being late it's okay now it's gonna push the show back a little bit and we're just it might be a short show today guys i'm sorry it's my fault just blame glamis and the house and my wife and the yeah all that stuff uh (laughs) uh so anyways you, you guys know about drum brigade by now and um so if you want any questions on that or you have any questions on that Just look up the website. You can get the podcast. You can get a link to our lessons. You can get um, information to our merch. Our merch store is on fire. It's killer. And we have the best merch in any drum company. I don't care what you say. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So I'm just going to leave it at that. Me and Phil both have websites that we do a lot of things on um, and social media and all that stuff. Our YouTube, my YouTube and my Instagram are my most important things if you want to follow that. You can see stuff that I do dropping some videos like crazy. All right. I got breaking news right now. What? I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to say it because why not? This is our platform. Yeah. Drum brigade. It look. Okay. I'm just going to drop it. Drum brigade is tired of not hosting events. We normally do events. So we did it the way that we can. And we're hosting a virtual shed for like, so far I have like eight of our, of our drum brigade homies coming through maybe eight or nine. And we're going to get a few more. Um, so it isn't a live shed, but it's like a virtual shed. We're dropping the video of it's pure fire, dude. We're dropping the video of all of us basically shedding virtually. And I'm just going to drop the names. All right. It's me. Okay. That's all you really need. Just stop right there. (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> it's me. It's Funky Phil. It's Kevin Noguchi. It's Carson Ford. It's Tosh the drummer. It's uh, who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Mad Mad in class. She just sent me some stuff. Fire, dude. Um, who else? There's somebody else. There's a couple others that haven't sent me their stuff yet. But, oh, man, I put some of it together and I'm like, dang, dude, our community is pretty strong with drummers. We have some good drummers up in here. Like everybody that sent me their stuff, I'm like, dang, this fool could play. I need to retake my my drums, my my part. Um, and it, it definitely has the feel and the effect of a shed like a real one. It's crazy. When nice. you when I put together the videos, I was like, this is a shed. This is, it's like a real shed. And it's like the same stuff is like vibing off of each other. Like, Oh, he played that lick. And now he, this is his version of that lick. And like, you know, it's really, really cool. It just shows that we're all like kind of on the same wavelength too. And so this is, this first one is just brigade brethren and sistren <laughs> like brigade. It's just the brigade homies. So, um, yeah, but I have a feeling we're going to do more. There's there's a few others that are trying to get into like Isaiah Gill and a bunch of people that have been on the the show. Stan Bicknell said that he was down to do it, but yes. I don't know if these guys are for sure going to do it. Um and so we're we're hoping so. Um Mekhi, Mekhi Curtis also said that he is down, he's just waiting to record it. So it's all the guys that have been like a lot of our homies that have been on the show that are just like our brigade. We're calling it Uniting the Brigade. Um, and um, it's a virtual shed. It's going to be a video. It's going to be dope. Hopefully, people will share it. Hopefully, people will like it. Hopefully, people won't think I suck that bad. Me I'm too. I'm definitely the worst drummer on there. Definitely I'm, the worst. Definitely not. <laughs> Phil, you sent me yours. You did some dope, like, what is it? Like, quintuplet Phil or something? Like, Maybe. I was like, what? I was, like, trying to explain it to my wife. She's just like, really? Like, dang, that sounds dope. I'm like, yep. Oh, that's <laughs> but you know what's cool is everybody's like that sending their stuff in is like, it's, uh, it's, it evens it. Like everybody's so different. You got like Tosh and like Kevin Aguchi that are like really technical, but really fast. And then you got like Carson. That's just like pure style and pure, like <laughs> Carson's such a dope drummer, man. Yeah, he is like, he is so dope, man. His ideas and his like, it's, it's like, I, I just wish more people, like, could see this kid, dude. He's so good. And, like, his ideas are just so out there, like I just said. But um, you got guys like that, and then, like, Madden is, like, is, like, really groove-based, but she's also very technical, like, odd times and stuff. And so it's really cool, man. It's just, like, it evens everything out where it's, like, I feel like we kind of fit right in where we're, like, I'm not super fast technical guy. I I play more based on, like, groove but i try to throw a little bit of flash in here and there but i'm not like the smoothest and then you're like really technical and doing off time stuff and groove based stuff and it it, like evens us all out where you know if it was just like me and you and tosh then it'd be like well tosh is just like blowing these dudes doors off (laughs) but it's like it's totally because people don't really understand it's like totally different he's just really fast and technical you know, so anyways, anyways, we're really excited about this because we haven't done anything like this in a while, but I think after this, we're going to open it up to, um, like drum brigade nation shed. So we're going to take like 10 submissions from, from all of our listeners and make a listener shed with me and funky Phil. I think that cool. I'm just, this yeah, we're going to do it. And I have a feeling a lot of other drummers are going to be like, dude, why don't you hit me up? And I'll be like, because I don't know, because I'm hitting you up now. There you go. So we're going to throw some other people in there after this one comes out. So you guys better start practicing. Better start practicing. You don't want to line up with me and Funky Phil. It's (laughs) all about competition.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I like it. And you could do, you could keep, you know, we could keep doing
0: these. You could do a bunch of them. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, definitely the, the reason why we did it with only Drum Brigade, like, i don't know what you call it drum brigade brand ambassadors or like just drum brigade homies um, is just because we want to keep that thing alive that this is not competitive in any way everybody says that when they're shedding it's not competitive we're learning from each other but but this is definitely like not like that we all are admiring oh like i can't even tell you how many people are like well i don't know if you can use this this isn't like my best but like it's like we all have that mentality but then you watch the video and it's like pure fire So, um, I'm like, yeah, let's keep it like that, where it's all based on like the camaraderie factor and like uniting the brigade in a way that we wouldn't ordinarily get to do that. You know, we wouldn't get to shed with people like in Philly or like New York or whatever. So, yeah. So that's coming out soon. Hopefully, like, hopefully in the next week or two, that's going to drop. Um, and then we're going to launch the, um, drum brigade, like, uh, listener shed and then the best drummer that we like the best with the best style it's not about speed we're going to announce all that stuff next week you're going to win some cool stuff all right and that's for the show season finale i think um all right. so yeah all right anyways funky phil um yeah we got we got tucker coming up pretty soon here and so like in a few minutes so let's just like i don't we really, let's just get into it really quickly 86 Yeah mm, 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 mm. Tucker Rule coming up uh, Excited to get to know this guy Talk about him watching his Instagram He's like into skateboarding, into biking Into drumming Just had a baby like, he's like just it's one of us, dude. All of them. All of, everyone who's come on this show. A few exceptions. It's just one of us. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying, Phil, because I barely got any sleep. Tired. This coffee ain't doing nothing. Yeah. You need to get I more to coffee. S- I went to Starbucks today for the first time in 11 weeks. Maybe more. Maybe more than that. Damn.
1: What'd you get? It's...
0: Just got an Americano, keeping it simple, half calf Americano.
1: I've got it. I've I've got one in here.
0: Americano. Yeah, I made it with my new espresso pot. Yeah, it's really good. It's really good, but it's gonna Starbucks coffee. I asked if I could get a three quarters calf, and she's like, "Well, there's only two shots, so it's either half calf or full calf." I'm like, "Or full, I mean, full caffeinated." Mm. You know what I mean? She couldn't do like.
1: Like I want. I a, want one and a half shots.
0: Yeah, I wanted like one and a half shots, decaf, half a shot, regular. She's like, "Don't make me do fractions." Yeah. <laughs> uh, what, what's been going on, Funky Phil? How's the garden? It's great,
1: man. Everything's looking great. I got a, a put. I got a lawnmower. A, um, I got one of those old school ones that you push. There's no gas. Yeah. You just push it because I don't really you have should. a lot of grass. But I mowed the lawn finally, and it's looking good. We had a father's Day brunch, dang my dad came up and we ate outside on the patio and enjoyed our backyard for like the first time in years stephen
0: Stephen Pardell, not his name. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was Stefan Pardell, and he wears like boot cut nope. like like bell bottom um cords with Birkenstocks and socks nope nope <laughs> Stefan Pardell nope he's a sculptor. <laughs> It's
1: your 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 idea of what my dad is 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 so hilarious.
0: (laughs) Little beard, like a little beard, longer hair, looks like Shaggy from from. He looks exactly like Shaggy. No, he doesn't look anything like that. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I saw a picture of him.
1: It's funny. I was we were talking about um, me and my wife were talking about this how in pop culture like this happens with artists in general, but. Like even musicians, you get like a um, like a general like, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a perception of what the the pop like popular culture imagines right. when they when they bring them. You know, when you think of like a sculptor, or like yeah. you're you're picturing <laughs> like some sandal wearing hippie with like, you know, who doesn't do it for you know just like builds things with with clay and never sells anything and Yeah, yeah. But and that's like the equivalent of thinking of uh of a drummer as like uh a dude with a beard who goes to like a drum circle.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Or Romeo to pocket. Like if you're black, you you wear the Kango hat backwards and a vest. Like you're basically Jonathan Moffat.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: obviously I do I love
1: it's even in like T V shows, you know? Like we yeah. watch we watched that Space Force show, and in that show, there's this there's a character in in one part that's a, a sculptor, uh-huh. and he's it's like totally ridiculous, like you know, hippie like you know he's got like <laughs> that lovey hippie vibe going on, and doesn't you know all he sculpts is like phalluses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude yeah yeah it's just funny how that why that are happens. sculptors
0: all always like sex icons too they're like masculine like they're hippies but they're also like just passionate passion driven but not passion for the clay like passion for the clay and for the ladies you know what i mean like just a pure like, that is so your dad i know it dude it's so not him that's so funny <laughs> And he's very soft-spoken. He's Like, not. he's
1: very, 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 like, just zen. Yeah. Zen with his... He's really loud
0: and outspoken and opinion- <laughs> and, and opinionated. Dang, I really <laughs> want to meet this guy, dude. I can't believe I've never met Stefan Pardell, dude. Yeah, his name isn't that, but... <laughs> <laughs> what is it, then? George Pardell? Chris. I can never... Oh, yeah, Chris Pardell. <laughs> Chris Pardell, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Nah, I'm sure it's Stefan, dude. Yeah, he maybe. should. Cha- if he wants any success in the sculpting game game, he should change his name to Stefan and be a hippie. Then people would finally, finally take his sculpting serious. <laughs> okay. All kidding aside, Phil's dad is like a world renowned sculptor and he is like, not what I'm describing. <laughs> He's like one of the best in the business for real, like a commercial sculptor or something. Right. I don't yeah. know what they call it, but yeah. His name is not Stefan, although he would have more success. Phil. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: man. Um, oh, we poured concrete too. Dang, you are just going hard. Poured concrete, so now that uh, I guess it takes like about a month before you're allowed to build on that concrete that you poured. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: But in the in the meantime, while we're waiting for that, we can start building out the other walls and stuff. So I'm excited.
0: Oh, you poured concrete for your new s- studio? Yeah. Oh, snaps! Yeah. Oh, that's. I'm coming over. Ronas or not, I'm coming over when this is all done.
1: Yeah, I mean it's not. It's gonna be like the room's only. I think sixteen by twelve.
0: That's huge.
1: Ish. Yeah, I mean it's not. It's. I wouldn't say it's huge. It's a good size like phil it's like the size of a, of a good sized bedroom i guess
0: that's yeah that's that's enough room for you and your wife to both have your own spaces sort of
1: yeah yeah you know a drum set fills up a room pretty quick
0: well yeah if you're freaking what's his name neil, the Zildjian neil dude. Peart. neil pert or like um terry Bosio. <laughs> yeah. um alright we're gonna have to get into my week after our guest because our guest is now on so uh let's take a break and jump right in yo funky phil yo Corey. we have some great listeners don't we yeah you know how they can be even more like dope than they already are keep listening definitely true what else tell all your friends also very true what else join the patreon all good things but you know the biggest thing that they can do is go to drumbrigade.com and check out the merch store yes we have so much like dope swag up there we got men's shirts sweatshirts women's shirts we got kids shirts yes onesies we got socks mugs phone cases stickers got it all all in different sizes all in different colors just for you. So if you want to show the world that you are a drummer with style and you're part of the brotherhood of drums, go to drumbrigade.com, visit our merch store. Oh yeah. Oh boy. Yes, sir. Funky Phil got a special guest on the line yes we do (laughs) all right i'm just gonna say this first plays in the band thursday played also played for a bunch of other bands the wanted yellow card my chemical romance murphy's law many others plays q drums zildjian cymbals remo heads all kinds of other stuff please welcome to the show mr tucker rule oh boy oh hey <laughs> what's up man welcome to the drum brigade podcast
2: thank you what a great intro <laughs> i feel like it's all downhill from here yeah.
0: <laughs> we you know it's like we try to it's ever since we started doing these zoom meetings we used to like tell everybody we had a full studio audience and then i'd like press <laughs> it and be like, yeah, see you. And like, but like now they can see us and so we're just like um yeah no they're
2: here they're just out of camera they're out of the shot yeah you know? <laughs> yeah they're on the other side yeah
0: yeah, yeah. So, man, how's it going? How's everything going with you?
2: Everything's good. I mean, everything is super weird, but, you know, we're we're managing, <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> to, yeah. to say the least, you yeah. know? But, yeah, I can't, cool. can't can't really complain within my four walls.
0: Yeah. I feel the same way, man. It's been like, it, it feels like things are slowly starting to kind of go back, not to normal. I don't know if there will be a, a normal, but, and I'm kind of like torn, like, uh... I don't really want to change. Like, I want this to kind of, I I mean, I miss gigging, but like, I don't know. I feel like I kind of like being here at the studio and just like doing stuff here too.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Hey, I don't blame you. You know what I mean? It's like you, you you don't have to really be anywhere, you know, with with this whole thing going on. It's kind of like, you just have to deal with yourself and deal with the, you know, like I said before, the stuff within your four walls. So it's
0: right. So what, since this whole thing, like all this madness has been going on, you're, you seem like, I, I don't know, like, outside of well you you seem like you you tour in major bands and um you record with major bands and you're doing doing it on a like a really top level that's really awesome but since this whole thing is going on like a lot of tours have been shut down and canceled and all that stuff what have you like what do you do like you've just been chilling out or like what's the
2: well um (laughs) it's it's been kind of crazy for me to be honest with you um in the end of March, I had a baby, my first child, and nice.
0: I the there we go. I,
2: yeah, and in the beginning of March, I we bought a new house and I moved from Brooklyn to New Jersey. So it's it's oh, crazy. you know, I've kind of got this whole new life <laughs> that I've <laughs> nice. started. Yeah, so I, I, I had no plans of doing any work until like August ish, anyway. So, oh, good, it's kind of been you know. I've just been kind of getting used to this new house and getting used to raising a child.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, that's awesome, man! Congratulations. Thank you. What Thank a time? You. Like, what a time to have a baby, though, man! Was it crazy, like, with the hospitals and everything? Or
2: it, it was. We actually, so she was born on the twenty seventh, um, and that's when things started to get really bad with the hospitals, um, yeah. especially here where I live in New Jersey. And uh, so we actually got health care to cover a birthing center, so we didn't have to go to a hospital at all. Wow! Which is very lucky. So that's my cool. wife pushed out our, our little girl, and then within four hours we were back home. Oh no way! Yeah, so it's it wild. You know, it's super wild.
0: I've been but, seeing all these like crazy, like not horror stories, but especially specifically people like on the East Coast, like in New York and 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 stuff, that are like having you know going into labor during the pandemic, and then the father can't go in there to see his baby deliver. Yes. Like
2: I that's precisely why we didn't go to a hospital because. I, I didn't. Obviously, I want to see my first child born. And I, right. I, I I don't want my wife to have to do it alone. You know what I mean? Like right. especially with all these people covered in masks. Right. You know. You know. It's like like a bad dream kind of. You
0: know. Totally. Totally. Man, that's crazy. Well, I'm glad that that worked out for you guys. That's cool. And <laughs> also like what a time to move during a pandemic with a new baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, crazy, yeah. man.
2: <laughs> Dude, crazy. Yeah. So it's, oh. it's, it's been, it's been wild, but it's been great. You know, like, like I, I feel like when you have a newborn, you can't really leave the house anyway. Yeah. So it, it's, it's kind of been like a blessing in disguise a little bit, I, I would say for, for, for us at least. You know,
0: anyway. Yeah, man, that would suck to just have to like, come home off of a tour to have your your baby born and then have to leave right away that would
2: yeah dude it would be awful
0: yeah (laughs) so unless you can bring your newborn baby and your your wife that just you know delivered a baby on the bus with (laughs) you that's like i don't want to do that either
2: (laughs) no it's not very sanitary that's for sure (laughs) (laughs) yeah
0: exactly or waking everybody up in the middle of the night like
2: exactly (laughs) yeah (laughs) screaming baby
0: yeah i've had i've had my wife stay with me on a bus like once and it was fine, but it was just my wife and she, she like s- stayed in my bunk with me. And so it was great, but it was only one time
2: <laughs> I, I, before, before the baby, my wife would, would come out every once in a while too. And uh, same as you we would stay in the same bunk and it was fine. But after a couple of nights, you start getting like your arms fall asleep, yeah. you're trying, to, you're sleep, trying to be a pencil, you know, and, and, and it's, it's, you know, you don't get a lot of sleep, right? <laughs> like, right. Like sleeping uh, in a coffin with another person
0: exactly exactly yeah. that's cool man so so you're you currently play with thursday or are you currently playing with all this all this whole lineup
2: um i, I currently play with thursday and i currently play with frank aero in
0: the future okay oh nice okay yeah very cool um so like what are you like or like what am i trying to say like your your time with thursday like your I guess I'm trying to say like what is the what is what is their plan like what is their what are they doing right now for during this pandemic are you guys like focusing on other stuff working on an album like recording demoing like what is what is your guys's? um
2: we're really thing? not doing much to be honest with you I mean we 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 did this um we we kind of in the beginning of this pandemic when things started to go really rough we we decided to take a bunch of our um extra merch that that you know wasn't being sold and we mm-hmm. we kind of sent it to a company to make into masks Oh, uh, to donate to to first responders and hospitals and such. So that was kind of like the the big bulk of the beginning of this uh, whole shutdown for us was like, all right, what can we do, you know, to help this whole situation? Um, Yeah. So it was, it was very rewarding to be able to actually like help and make an effort and not just sit by and try to, sell stuff for our own you know <laughs> man what a great profit, idea you know? <laughs> that's yeah, so, so that, awesome
0: i haven't i think you guys are the first band that i've heard do something like that that's really cool
2: it, it was tough too because when we started doing it there wasn't a lot of companies making them you know what i mean there yeah. wasn't everybody was off work and there 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 wasn't enough staff and you know so it was it was it very hard to get to get going but once it did it was you know hopefully it helped you know yeah. help some people out so
0: man that's awesome what a great idea uh, thank you. yeah so um q drums you you're you're rocking q drums i love your kit it's like
2: thank you
0: what is like there's all kinds of like designs and stuff all over it right like and then you obviously it's like a rock kit you play a big giant sizes like yes like a 24
2: inch 26 26? 26 oh my god yeah.
0: like full john bonham style looking kit. yeah yeah uh,
2: it's it's a copper kit um and it's it's got like a a damask patina on it so it's just it's the same design kind of over and over again made kind of looks like a like a a very cool doily if you will yeah um and yeah copper sounds crazy and i've never played like metal drums before i've I've always played metal snares but never Mm a metal actual full kit so it was my first experience with it and i i don't it's very hard for me to go back i have a mahogany cue kit that i absolutely love as well but they do totally different things really Yeah,
0: that's cool. Like, man, also
2: bottom sized. (laughs) Really? That's cool.
0: Yeah, it looks. And then with the power dots on there too, it probably just sounds like amazing, like big, giant, huge bottom sounding drums.
2: Yeah, it's crazy. (laughs) And, and, And with those sizes, you can kind of tune them up high and they, you know, you can make them, you know, sound a little bit smaller than they actually are louder, but like, you know, smaller. And then you can tune them low and you get that, you know, it's, I just love that size kit. Yeah. I feel like it's very versatile for me.
0: Very cool, very cool. I love to. I love Q drums too. Like I don't. I don't play Q drums, but I've talked to um. I've, Um. Now what's his name? What's the What's the main dude's name? I can't remember. Jeremy. Jeremy. I thought I was going to say Jeremy. Jeremy. I've yeah, talked Jeremy's to him a bunch of man. times. Yeah. Super cool. And I I love that he's like. Does he tech for you too?
2: He doesn't. He, he. You know. He's. He's so busy with like Muse and Nine Inch Nails that it's yeah. it's kind of hard for him. To, and then and then having the shop and when he's home, he's at the shop. So it's he's like i don't yeah. know where he finds the time uh but they have a super good crew there that you know when he's away that build everything and you know right there's no no lack of quality at all you know it's it's pretty That's awesome cool. company
0: yeah he's super nice guy and like i i think him and i i play masters of maple drums so like him also awesome. here do like the same similar type their you know run production or run like their techs or their but then they have their drum company as well and like Sahir has a lot of respect for Jeremy too, where he's like, we are like the only two dudes carrying the torch, doing it for real. All these other dudes out there that are saying that their texts aren't real. Like they, they don't know they don't build drums like we do. You know, it's like, it's pretty cool.
2: Dude. And that's the best part about it is you have, not only do you have somebody who's on the road, you know, and knows what what you're going through, but also is like, you know, builds the thing that you love more than anything in the world. You know what I mean? So it's, you kind of get that, you know, I, especially when I'm on the road and, like, a couple, about a year and a half ago, my drums were in the trailer, took them out in the morning, and they were, like, kind of dented. Like, oh, some gear no. some must have slid and hit. I had I had them in actually, like, like drum cases, not, like, the, the um, rolling cases, but the right. actual, like, veto cases. And they got a little bent. And I called Jeremy, and, like, luckily I was in California for the next week, so we I was able to go see Max at Q Drums, and he, like, kind of Rounded them out for me again, so it's like that is that kind of stuff you can't really get with a with a a massive company like DW or something like that. You know, it's like they don't really have time to fix your drums for you. You know what I mean?
0: Exactly, exactly. That's kind of that's cool. Cool advantage too to having, I guess, copper drums too, where they can like bend them back into shape instead of just like (laughs) yeah, yeah. We need to build a whole new shell. You know, like that's that's pretty funny.
2: I was so bummed. Like I nearly was in tears because it's like, those are my babies, you know, for them to like, if they're going to get destroyed, I better be the one destroying them. You know what I mean? Right. Right. It's like, I don't want, I don't want like a, you know, it's a bummer when something is out of your control. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's cool, man. Yeah. It's a beautiful kit and like, they look like they sound, I would love to tap on them. They're just so big and beefy and like, (laughs) they
2: look, they're a lot of fun
0: yeah they're a lot
2: of fun man it's it's different than anything i've ever played before so
0: yeah awesome um all right let's let's spin the wheel um let me check one more time if we got any um listener questions but i haven't seen any so far um uh yeah so let's spin the wheel and just like have some fun just chatting about nonsense sure (laughs) all right let's do it
2: drum brigade podcast
0: drum brigade podcast episode 86 Corey kingston funky phil tucker rule on with us heck yeah um man thanks again for coming on hanging out with us chatting it up Uh, absolutely newborn man taking the time that's really awesome
2: that's really cool hey anything for you guys i appreciate it
0: (laughs) yeah phil's got well your kid is now like what a a year and a half
1: yeah yeah he'll be two in october and
0: like during the show, hey. Phil just locks him in a closet, and then we just he'll be quiet. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah.
1: If he's too loud, I just spray him with a hose. You know. <laughs> I'm
2: taking notes. <laughs>
0: oh man. Um. Yeah. So Phil has two, and I have none. But I have two kitties. I know dads hate when people are like, "Yeah, but I have a cute dog." It's like uh, I know, but
2: <laughs> hey, yeah. I appreciate it because up until this year, I had a cute dog as well. You know. What I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I get that. Yeah.
0: I am. Uh, I'm always like I've. I've hinted to my wife. I'm. A, we're getting too old now, but I'm like I'm 41, and I. I always hint to my wife like, man, whenever I see a cute kid, I'm like, that could be us. But you know, and she's like, it's a crazy world we live in. Like, I don't know about that,
2: <laughs> dude. So, I believe me. I, I'm with you, and I, I'm 41 as well. So it's never yeah. too late. Uh, okay, maybe well then that's at some point it might be too late, but right now it's never too
0: late. Yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> comforting. Comforting. Yeah. All right, let's spin this thing. Don't make fun of our uh, our drops, all right? No way. <laughs> oh boy, Phil's favorite question. If you could order a pet dinosaur, which one would you get? <laughs> what a dumb question. Oh, I don't know. Um if you can order like um, Jurassic park is real you they're like hey we're thursday is like you you, it's a great season touring you did great on this new album we're gonna order a new a new pet dinosaur which one do you want
2: (laughs) all right well i i think i have an answer for this i would order a pterodactyl oh just so i could name it (laughs) Panterodactyl. That might, be the best,
0: that might be the best answer we've had, and that might be the title of the
2: show. Panterodactyl. Oh, so a clap? collapse. Oh, guys? yeah. Oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs>
0: Panterodactyl. That's awesome. That's good. <laughs> so Phil is super technical with his dinosaur names. So no, I keep not. saying I would want a Brontosaurus Rex, and he said that doesn't exist. No one says that. That doesn't exist. <laughs> no one has ever said Brontosaurus, Brontosaurus Rex exists. <laughs> But not a Brontosaurus Rex for some reason.
2: Yeah. To me, it sounds cooler with the Rex. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm
0: saying, Phil. That's what I'm saying. Um, all right, so I'm going with that. So we can eat vegetables together. You know, they're vegetarian. I'm vegetarian. We're just we're just gonna do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's big. Hey. It's giant. I can ride him. He doesn't eat me. I don't eat him. It's great. Perfect. I'm going with that. And I'm going to name insane. him Rex so that Phil can just like, you know, feast.
2: <laughs> and that way, you know, his last name could be Brontosaurus, so it's Rex Brontosaurus, Rex comma Brontosaurus. So. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. There you go.
0: It works. Phil, what what about you?
1: Pteranodon? I'm still on the Pteranodon, yeah. So I can... don't even
0: know what that is. It's,
1: it's the like pterodactyl. a pterodactyl. It's like the it's a big pterodactyl. It's like the one that you could ride on, you know? I wanna, yeah. I want to ride on a flying like dinosaur. avatar.
0: You want Avatar? Yeah, sure. <laughs> oh my gosh. Dude, I'm spinning it again. Let's get out of this. Panterodactyl, The best ever. It's the best name. You're on a desert island. You're only allowed five albums. What albums are you bringing? Woof. That's a hard one, man. We should have made this one three albums.
2: Um well jesus it's like hmm i guess you want a mellow record in there somewhere because you know you got to sleep to something because there's animals out there and such and you want to kind of feel safe so i would go with i don't know maybe uh some sort of radio head record i don't know which oh. one because i'm drawing a blank you know for that kind of yeah. soothing thing um i would definitely go with uh Quicksand Man Compression because it's just such a great record. Cool. Um, trying to think what else. Uh, Deftones White Pony because they just had the 20-year anniversary for it. Gotta shout out cool. that record. Um, and two more. This is, this this is, is hard, hard, right? <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't know if I could come up with five.
2: Um, hmm. I guess I would go maybe with Abbey Road
0: or Frozen in Time. There you go. Okay, yeah, it's a good one.
2: Um, cool. And then shoot. See, I, I didn't. I didn't curse there. I said shoot. <laughs> Very good. Um, I don't know. I, I might be stuck at four.
0: All right, that's cool. Funky Phil, what about you?
1: Mm. It's
0: all funk records I've never heard of.
1: No, it's not.
0: No. Okay. No. All let's
1: right. see. Okay, um, Rejuvenation by The Meters. See, that's a good album, though. So you've heard of it? Um, yeah, that's one. I'm gonna go with the White Album because there's Ooh. a lot of songs on that one. Um, maybe uh, uh Dots and Loops by Stereo Lab.
0: Oh, that's a good. That's a good album. Great drumming on that. Yeah
1: um inspiration information by sugi otis it's one of my favorites
2: (laughs) okay and
1: then i'm gonna go with tony williams emergency dang
0: those tony williams records are great but like obviously i'm a huge fan of tony williams but i can't it's not gonna make my top five it's not gonna make my top five mine are so like iconic from like where, how I grew up or like whatever. Like, so I'm going, um, any dude, any English beat record. I'm a huge English beat fan. Um, Damn. any English beat record, but probably whopping. That's my favorite one. I think I'm going to go with, um, I'm going to go with like a Beatles record too. Like I'm not like the the hugest Beatles fan, but probably the white album, maybe, I guess. I don't know. I'm going to go with, something like some kind of hip hop like a tribe called quest or like old school like something that is iconic and then i'm going to go with like complete opposite like maybe like a minor threat album um and then i'm going to go with something like like stevie wonder some some kind of stevie wonder album i don't know oh yeah stevie would be no. good that would be good i haven't really i'm i'm kind of all over the board like you'd think i would have more like ska and reggae in there but you know I gotta, ha- I got like v- make it versatile. <laughs> maybe I figured some... out
2: my fifth. My okay. fifth is gonna be Fiona Apple. Win the pawn because the drumming on that record is so sick. interesting, yeah. very interesting.
0: Yeah, there's I love some, that record. There's some others that I would like maybe consider like based on the drumming, you know, like. But yeah, I mean, I'm on a desert island. I kind of want to chill. So then, yeah, maybe I would get rid of the Beatles album and put like a a Radiohead album in there so like for chill radiohead is yeah you need that vibe. button yeah it's great it's great any 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 radiohead album i'm i'm all in awesome. um maybe maybe in rainbows i'll go with that one all right quality <laughs> we did it we did it five albums each <laughs> um mine are always all over the place though like are. i can never really decide like for sure this is the one the one like i would have to take i would have to take an english beat record though that's definite all right let's go We can do this all day. (laughs) Coffee or tea or none? Coffee. 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 Yeah. I like tea too, but man, I've been coffee every day. This
2: this whole I can't figure out when to do tea. You know what I mean? Like coffee is such like a drink it in the morning to wake up and then like that's it. But tea is just like a like a you know, some sort of auxiliary beverage for me. If I'm not drinking coffee, I'm drinking water.
0: Right. It's the same for me, yeah. Um, I think for me, uh, so tea has reversed because I was like, I could take either one. There was definitely a while where I never drank coffee; I was only drinking tea. And but tea just won't get me there. Like if yeah. I'm going on a bike ride or something, I'm like, dude, I need something more than this. This ain't working. <laughs> so, um, so I've completely transitioned into to coffee, but my coffee is very weak. So it's like half-calf uh, all the time. I'm like, because if okay. I drink a regular calf, I'm like through the roof with like anxiety and like... So where tea has come in is when I'm like super amped up and I need to calm down and go to bed, I'll drink some chamomile tea and that's like, whoo, levels Yeah, down.
2: Purpose. Tea with a purpose.
0: Yeah. And there was, there was a time where I like my younger years, I was I was touring a lot and it was like rough touring and and then I quit and got a job and I was working for a contractor in flooring, and it was horrible. And I this guy was the biggest jerk I've ever worked for, ever, 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 ever. And then in the middle of this, I was like, I was a I was working as a contractor. This is a long story. I don't know why I'm telling this. But, anyways, um, in the middle of working as a contractor, I had a tour come up and I had to take it. So I had to like basically let all my guys work, tell him I'll be back in like, I don't know, two and a half weeks or something. And then I left and I was stressing out because this dude was just blowing up my phone every day. Like, is this work? What kind of what you just out there like on vacation and like whatever. And so that's when I discovered chamomile tea. And it was like a drug, dude. It was just like, I drank it. And it was like, I was immediately just like centered and relaxed and like, Whatever, bro. Just like calm down, and and then it ended up being a really great tour. But then I had to go back to work, and I quit <laughs> soon after that. So, but anyways, that's my story about chamomile. Where I, my wife was like reading some book, and she's like, "Have you tried chamomile tea? It should help with your anxiety and stress." And dude, it was like boom, like opposite effect of coffee, just total calm. You
2: know, I might have to try that out. You know, because yeah. sometimes I, I teeter on like. Am I going to go over the edge here? You know what I mean? Yeah. So maybe, maybe, maybe chamomile is my, could be my new jam.
0: Man. But that feeling is great too, though. Like yeah. <laughs> you're playing with fire. Like, dude, I could be up all night. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? I could get all the work I've ever done all done tonight. You yeah. Know? Or none of it. <laughs> or none of it. Like, yeah. yeah. I could be in a corner like freaking out. You don't know. Yeah. <laughs>
2: dude, coffee for me represents the beginning of the day. And that's like mornings are my favorite. So like it, it, there's just something, I don't even know if I like coffee to be honest with you. It just, it's what it stands for to me that I, that I absolutely love.
0: Right. See, and that, and that's the thing too, man. It's, it's, it tastes good. It's warm. It's cuddly. It's, it gives me the energy. It's like, why is coffee so dang good, man? (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, and then you open the the lid and you just smell it. And it Smells it's like, oh, so ah.
0: good. Oh my gosh! Yeah,
2: yeah. And then you spill it and it stains everything. And then you're pissed <laughs> off. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, Phil. You. I
1: already know. Yeah, I'm full full force team coffee again. I I do like tea though. I like. I'm with you on the evening herbal tea.
0: Yeah, it's good. Phil, went, Phil went off the caffeine for a few months for a while. Yeah, and I hit the reset. And like he before that, he was he couldn't get enough coffee during the day. By the time we would hit record on the podcast, he's like, "This is my
2: fourth cup." <laughs> like, <laughs> like that would kill me, dude. <laughs> dude when, I mean, like being drummers, like we all are, when we're in, you know when you go in the studio, it's like that's that's like the thing all day is coffee. I, I think every time I'm in the right. studio, it's just coffee, 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 and then like at some point, I like sneak some water. In there. <laughs> yeah but so I, I i get the whole like i am so shaky and vibed out on coffee Let, right. let's go track some drums and then what I'll- is it about
0: that like i can feel the most on edge and track drums like from coffee like and i just can't get enough you know and then but when i'm at home like on my computer i'm like just give me one i don't know about you guys you guys are obviously different but i'm like one cup is all i need half calf all i need and i'm good
2: but like it, it makes me wonder how much better my drum tracks could have been had yeah. i not been so jittery and shaky and freaking out you know what i mean like yeah
0: dude i've had it go like kind of sideways where i'm like oh man i'm not killing this session like this isn't good and my my like my anxiety is like so much more amplified because of the coffee you know it's like Oh man, if I could just calm down, I could probably get it, but like, I know I'm rushing. Just like, give me a second. You know, I'm like, oh <laughs> <and> stuff.
2: <laughs> you know you're messed up when you're only sweating from like your palms and like an elbow and you're like, what is going on? And I'm like, <laughs> off <so> balance. It's tr- <laughs> <laughs> so true, dude. It's so true. But we love it. We keep it
0: coming. I love I love it. I like
2: Absolutely. Man. I'm thinking about making more coffee as soon as we're done with this actually. <laughs> today <laughs> is my
0: um today is my first day going to starbucks in 11 weeks i think uh. at least 11 weeks that's the 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 craziest like amount of time that i've ever gone i'm not like that big i'm not a big like oh starbucks advocate guy i'm just like i just normally go there because it's convenient you know on the yeah. way of a gig, oh let me drive through starbucks or whatever and um so today i was like there's no coffee i don't really have time to make it because i'm running late from dreaming about going to glamis on a quad <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I'm going to just go to Starbucks today. And I walked in and they were like, hey, like, welcome back. And I'm like, I know, it's been
2: a while. That's <laughs> <laughs> crazy, yeah.
0: Yeah, so. Um,
2: <clears throat> I feel so. you on that. I feel you. Yesterday, I, I was even, it's funny you mentioned that because I was, you know, my wife and I were walking and I, I, it was early in the morning and I didn't have any coffee yet. And uh, we stopped in a local coffee shop and I got a coffee and I didn't make another one. Yeah. During that day, and I was like, "That's the first day in like a hundred days that I didn't make my own coffee." <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like, and it, it's like I've saved so much money by like making totally. my own coffee that I was like, and then it was like five bucks. I was like, five bucks. Yeah, dude. As if I didn't know exactly. it was five bucks. You know? What I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it five bucks.
0: But that I was. Like, was yeah. I was. I was thinking <laughs> about that the other day, though. I was like. You know, I've been like cooking my own food at home, and like we haven't eaten out. We've eaten out like I would say probably three times during this whole pandemic, and like, and then like coffee every. I mean, every time I would go out, oh, there's Starbucks. Let me just drive through real quick. And it's like, I remember just like reloading my card, my my app on my phone, and it was just like I'll just uh, reload it, and it was like ten bucks, and then like two days later, ten bucks, ten bucks, ten bucks, and I'm just like give me a coffee, give me a spinach feta or whatever, like whatever, give me a cookie whatever. I don't know. Like, yeah. and I'm like, man, I'm saving so much money. And now I like my coffee that I make at home. And it's like the right balance of like, I'm not super amped and running through a wall. And like, it's like crazy. It's crazy how this,
2: this has gone. And there. But also this, you're, you're the only one that touched it. it exactly.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing though, this this, I have an Americano right here and
2: that is tasting so good. It's like, sure. I've, I've missed, I've kind of missed it. I'll just yeah admit that there's some magic that they, there's some voodoo that they do on that, on that coffee. Right. That it's like, it's like, like eating like, a bag of Doritos. It's like, you you need to have more.
0: You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. There's something about it. Dude, they, who knows, they who knows what they put in it, but, and this is, this half calf has got me like super amped super amped, <laughs> like, it's crazy, so, I, I don't know, but, dude, before, like, there was a while ago, I was, I was going hard, like, on caffeine, and I didn't know why I was feeling crazy, and I was doing, like, I'd go on a bike ride, and I would, I would take, like, these pre-workout things, like, we were just pure caffeine, I'd put, like, a caffeine tab in my water, I would drink a big old giant, like, amped up coffee before I'd go, I'd stop on my ride, get a coffee, and I'm just, like, I don't know why my heart is just like kind of hurting a little bit. (laughs) And so I had a doctor be like, well, first of all, you need to stop with the pre-workout. You don't need that. Like, I'm like, Oh, okay. I just thought that's what you do before you go on a bike ride, you know? And like, you, you like how much coffee you drink? And I'm just like, I don't know, like two or three cups. And they're just like, bro, like calm down a little bit, you know? And so, yeah. So I took a break for a while and then, and then it started like, it's like I'm leveled out now where I'm like, Oh, I don't really need that much. That just gives me like, that just keeps me up until three o'clock in the morning right. versus like, okay, I'm amped right now, but then I'll crash at like nine and then I'll be able to go to sleep. And
2: normal, like a yeah, normal time. Exactly. That's, that's precisely why I, uh, this new regimen of making coffee at home. I love because I, I do it in a French press. So it's only a certain amount, you know what I mean? It's like, it's never, and it's such a process to make more that I'm usually too lazy to make another French press right so it's it's just one and done you know what I mean? man fresh
0: pressed coffees it tastes so good it, tastes it does so good absolutely oh, yeah
2: i love it and then once uh, it's gone it's gone you know what i mean you don't have to it's too much to make another one
0: right 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 <laughs> i have a i have a really nice french press and so going back to tea I got this, um, out here in San Diego, there's this, um, this place. It's like this weird, it's called yellow deli. It's like this weird, like religious, it's not a cult, but it's like a religious place. These, these people like have this compound, they open up a restaurant and then it, all the proceeds go back to their church or whatever it is, but it's not like a weirdo like church. It's just like, um, I don't know what it is. Anyways, long story short, they have all this like organic and like, they like, really good food, like really good. And they make dark roast yorba mate. And I make Ooh. that in my French press and that is bomb. It's like almost as good as coffee. It's wow. really good. And it gets you super amped. Yorba mate is like really, really good. And so they yeah. they serve it in a gourd, like a gourd shell. Is it a gourd? Is that what it is, Phil? You're the gardener. Probably. I don't know. Yeah. A gourd is like a yeah, a gourd. It's like a like a thing <laughs> they put it, it like they that. put a bunch of yorba mate in there and then they give you a pot of hot water and you pour it in there and then you you have a straw that doesn't let any of the tea leaves go in there and you just drink it and then you can just keep pouring hot water in there amazing well, i didn't know we went there for for lunch one day and i didn't know i just kept pouring the hot water drinking more tea pouring more hot water drinking more tea dude by the like yorba mate is really really strong i walked out of there and I was just like, my wife is like, are you okay? And I'm just like, I feel great. What about you? Like, I'm just like, <laughs> amped as can be, dude, like walking fast, just talking about everything. Like, look at how the sun's shining. It's so great. Isn't it beautiful? Like, you know, like
2: a thousand miles an
0: hour, thousand miles an hour. And like, that was one day where I was just like, I did not sleep. I was up all night. I was just like, it was, and she's like, how many of those gourds do you have? I'm like, I don't know, like six or seven, eight, maybe. I don't know. And just like... They're like even the people were like have you had one of these you might want to slow down and I'm just like no oh, whoa, feeling whoa, great, whoa. man I'm good I'm
2: good yeah,
0: man, Exactly Stop. <laughs> Yeah dude I was going in working just working all night just typing this like new ideas like it was the greatest ever but yeah I didn't do that again That's for yeah, sure and then the next
2: day you were just shot
0: <laughs> Yeah totally <laughs>
2: Nothing the next day Yeah <laughs> oh yeah yeah yeah
0: garbage yeah Um so yeah let's do a couple more let's do a couple more if you if you if you got the time I've got the time. Okay. What's the best way to waste a day for you? So, like, not work-related. Like, the best way to waste a day.
2: Um, well, so... Usually, what happens with the new baby is my wife and I go on a long walk with the baby around the neighborhood explore our new neighborhood that takes a few hours usually um, then I, I I built this drum room in my garage nice. which is like something I've always dreamed about so I usually go in there for like two or three hours and don't see daylight um, so that that's that's pretty much like the first half of my day and then yeah. uh um lately it's been like thinking about what home projects I can do, what home improvements I've I've recently got into like, liking to build stuff, like a little bit of woodworking and stuff. So it's,
0: Oh, that's cool.
2: Spinning, you know,
0: that's like Phil dude, Phil, you're just so into gardening.
2: Gardening is fun. (laughs) Phil's like
0: revamped his whole backyard and it's just like full luscious garden and like grass so beautiful it's like built a park in his backyard
1: yeah i'm pretty stoked on the backyard right now it's good
0: it's is, that, is that your way to waste a day just work on your yard yeah, i guess yeah maybe right now yeah
1: yard like or um yeah any kind of home improvement i guess <laughs> it's been good lately
2: phil <laughs> i feel you the home improvement thing is such a great like yeah. i don't know that that like gets me amped like yeah
1: it's great especially what can I, what right... can i
2: build like I need a table on the deck. Let me go to Lowe's and like try to avoid coronavirus and buy some material and like, yeah, you know.
1: yeah, especially, I like right, that too. especially right now because you're home so much, you know, yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. That's my there's like an empty patch in my backyard that like that, uh, the previous owners had a swing set back there and they had like tarp down over the grass, so it naturally killed all the grass. So I pulled up all the tarp. It's all like a mud pit. I keep staring at it, and we don't want to spend the money to get like pavers to make a patio because, like you know, neither of us have jobs at this point. But it's like I keep staring at it. I'm like, man, I don't, I don't really care how much this costs. I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> fix that eyesore. I'm gonna buy the pavers and we're gonna do it. I don't care if it ruins the bank. <laughs> yeah, we're do it. That's awesome. I can't stop. I can't look at this anymore.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, I think for me, I i don't like yard work but if it if it makes like a relaxing section for me like i i cleaned up our back patio and um i i i bought like a like a camping hammock and it was so dope just chilling out there like i can't wait to yeah like we our house our long story short our house had a flood so me and my wife have been at a hotel for the past like month but i'm like i'm looking at the back patio and like i have a little practice kit back there and um it's like no it's just like practice pads <clears throat> and i'm like so i'd go out there and lay on my hammock like write something like write some i like brainstorm or whatever and then jump on the kit you know play a little bit lay on the hammock it's nice but i think for me the best way is either like on a hike bike ride um if i'm going to waste a day then i'm just going to I don't know just lay around and watch tv or something (laughs) never a bad thing sleeping sleeping man yesterday sunday i was like i have to get out of this bed like i'm it's i'm (laughs) i'm becoming a loser here like i need to get up and then by the end of the night we were good we went to the beach and like walked around and that's good yeah dude this time this time off me and my wife have been like this is why i'm like do i want to go back to like you know because like my my career has changed to where like I don't do much touring anymore. I'll do flyouts or something if I can if I can pick up one of those. So I do mostly like teaching and mostly like before this went down, I'm doing just like local like casuals, like um wedding gigs, um, like corporate gigs, restaurant gigs. I had a couple oh, of residencies yeah. and stuff like that. And then I'll pick up like a flyout and fly out somewhere and then come back and go back to work. And it's just keeping me keeping me home and whatever. But now I'm like, uh, like, can I just come to the studio and just like teach like every day, maybe, and then play a gig on the weekend and and do cool stuff like fly out, do little tours, all that kind of stuff, yeah. and not have to do those gigs because we're like, dude, we've been going to the beach, walking around, like getting in, like just getting in the water. My wife calls it getting grounded, like becoming one with the earth or whatever, you know, like, yeah, absolutely. And, um, it's been wonderful, dude. It's been great. And I'm like, I, I kind of need this back in my life. Like I'm, you know, we need, we need our time together and like, absolutely let's put work in our, in it's per, like, keep work working its perspective and keep our time like in its perspective too, you know, like, well, I don't yeah,
2: know. You, you take, take a terrible thing like this pandemic and turn it into something, you know, positive, you know, you, right like learning a little bit about yourself, you know, and staying yeah. safe, obviously, and trying to keep others safe around you by, you know, wearing masks and all that stuff. But like, you know, it teaches you that you don't need all this other BS right. around you. You know, you don't need, you know, you just really need your family and the people that are close to you around and, you know, you, like your wife says, you do need that grounding. You know what I mean? You right. Need to,
0: And that's like, that's exactly right. That's exactly how we feel too. Or it's just like, man, like this has really put things into perspective for me where I'm like, man, I got so caught up in the machine of just like, I got, I can't pass up this gig. I need to take this gig so I can pay my bills. And like, man, it's been really actually good. (laughs) Like it's been bad, but you know, for the, the world, but, and you know, but like, and I hope, I don't hope anybody, I hope nobody gets sick and all that stuff, but man, having, having more time has been amazing,
2: you know? And yeah. So, yeah. And if uh, everybody takes the opportunity to better themselves a little bit, maybe when we all go back to quote unquote normal, you know, we'll all come back as better, better versions, you know, exactly. of ourselves. Maybe we'll be better to the f-ing universe. Sorry. <laughs> better to the, you know, better the universe. You know? Right. Well, yeah, dude, that's
0: exactly like when, when, when this whole thing went down, when everybody was really okay with being on lockdown, and like you see, the air is cleaner and the, the beach was like during that time out here in California, we had um the red tide, and so the the waves were crashing and it was like glowing and like oh, wow. it was beautiful, dude. And it was just like you see all this crazy stuff happening where you're just like, man, like maybe all of us need to slow down a little bit, you know? And yeah. And this in it, here it's kind of it's it's gotten weird where every now it's a political statement to wear a mask and a political statement to not wear a mask and like ridiculous. It's like, yeah, it's ridiculous. It's like, can people just be courteous of other people? And like, let's just, I don't know, look around and see like how better this was, you know, like even though it's during a really hard time for everyone.
2: Absolutely. And like, like you said, it's about keeping the people around you safe. You know what I mean? If you feel good, that's one thing, but like, it's your responsibility to like maybe not, pass on something that could kill somebody else, you know what I mean?
0: Right, right, exactly.
2: Exactly. So,
0: yeah, man, very cool. Um, Alright, one more. Let's do one. Alright. Uh, give us three things people may not know about you.
2: Uh, this one's always hard, Uh. So, I grew up as a skateboarder and Raps. a sports person. So I, I played football, baseball, and basketball like cool. a lot. It was my life. I had Michael Jordan posters in my room. Like that was my idol. Raps. So, okay. There, cool. Michael Jordan, Bo Jackson were my idols. Yeah. Uh, I love skateboarding, <laughs> but I, I also hung out with the jocks. You yeah. know what I mean? So I, I kind of split the difference, you know, split the difference between uh, both crowds. Um, let me think of something else. Uh, For a long time i didn't like the beatles really yeah God,
0: it's, I, it's i'm always amazed when i meet people that are like yeah beatles Eh. Yeah. <laughs> i like i played in a band with a guy that was like that and it was just like how what like but hey two inches. is on i have a i have a drum student and his parents i i was like helping him to play come together and he's a little kid he's never heard this song before and then his parents are like i absolutely hate the beatles we don't we don't really listen to the beatles i'm just like Mind blown! Like what? Yeah, but, yeah,
2: yeah. It took me a minute to get hip to it, man. I, and I, yeah. now I'm like, I love it. You know? Yeah. That's oh, and cool. I also don't like Morrissey.
0: Okay. Book <laughs> over. Show's <laughs> over, Phil. Just kidding.
2: <laughs> I'm with.
1: It. I'm not crazy about Morrissey either. Phil.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. Yeah, Phil. <laughs> Morrissey and the Smiths,
0: or just Morrissey?
2: Uh, just Morrissey. Okay, okay. We're I like the Smiths. Good. Okay, we're
0: good. We're good. We're good. Okay. Yeah. The Smiths are a
2: fantastic record.
0: Okay, so how how did I... When we were doing the five albums, how was one of the... The Smiths is like one of my favorite, all-time favorite bands. Growing up, I was into ska and reggae, and then the Smiths and the Cure. It was like my four favorite bands. And the English beat, but like, yeah. Okay, so... um, But for a while... Okay, so I went to see Morrissey one time. So pumped. Just this is like the lead singer of my favorite band and they, he like, it was great, but he played for maybe 25, 30 minutes. And then he was just like, it's cold. I'm out and dipped out. Yeah. And I was like, never, ever, ever again. Will I go and pay to go see this fool ever again? That was so disrespectful. I cannot believe all these people paid for tickets. There's thousands of people there like trying to get on stage to touch his pant leg, to be healed. Whatever people think about Morrissey is ridiculous. He paid, played for 25 minutes and was like, it's cold. I'm out and dipped out, came back for an encore, played a Smith song and then was like, see you later. And dipped out. I was furious. Yes. So I don't blame you. I get that. I'm not into that. And people have invited me to like, Hey man, I got an extra ticket to go see more. So you want to go? And I'm like, nah, I'm good. I'm never going to see him again.
2: And you're like, you know what? He's going to play for 26 minutes. <laughs> exactly. That's yeah. 26 minutes that I don't need to. I, my could, I could do so much more with that 26 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's um, your time. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> On the
0: other hand, I went to see the cure many times and dude played for like two hours, came back for an encore, played a whole, whole nother set. It was like,
2: dude, the best tour I've ever been on, we did Curiosa Festival in, in 2004. Um, nice. And just getting to see The Cure every single night for two oh, weeks yeah. was just unbelievable. And then after the show, they it's like a mandatory hangout. Nice. Yeah, they have like a whole tent set up. And, you know oh, The whole band is there hanging. Like, Robert's drinking his Corona. and It's like, <laughs> That's just, so it's cool. like the wildest. You're just like, whoa.
0: Dude. Yeah. That would, yeah, I would that blow my mind. And yeah. dude, you think for one second that Morrissey would be having a mandatory hangout? I don't know. I've never met him, but you know, I don't. I doubt no. it. It's too cold out
2: there, dude. He would dip into his Mercedes and go wherever <laughs> everybody wasn't.
0: Yeah, exactly. He'd be like, "This party's too cold. I'll hang out for two seconds and then I'll dip." <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, and I'm <laughs> not coming back for a party encore. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
0: Uh, Funky Phil, three new things, let's go, okay. what do you got? So we've done this a
1: lot, obviously, so we're, yeah. we're, we're having to get pretty, pretty deep with, with the three things, or less deep, I don't know. Um, so, today, <clears throat> I'm gonna go with, I prefer contact lenses, <laughs> Okay. which I just got, again, it's been years that I've been Crazy. doing glasses, and it's been grating at me, and I don't, I just, it's one of those things that I just, you know, I grew up not wearing glasses and then I wore glasses and it was fine at first, but you just like, when you see yourself and you're like, that's not me it, when, you know, that's your, like, yeah. your re- reaction back at to first. Yeah. So <laughs> I've got my contacts and I feel better <laughs> and it's good. Um, second thing, I'm allergic to cats. Not, really? Not like super allergic, but enough that I'd never want to, own one in my house or or have a cat yeah because they just irritate my sinuses and my eyes too much (laughs) and the litter boxes are gross Uh, oh yeah it's it's, kind of gross and then um i'm slightly this is a weird one i'm slightly curious about teeth whitening (laughs) all yours
0: have to do with health because of all the uh
1: (laughs) all the coffee i drink I think some my yeah. I, I feel like my teeth are more yellow than I would like them to be, but right. I, but you also hear all these horror stories about it being terrible to whiten your teeth, so who knows? I don't know much about it, but I'm curious, and that's wow. my three things
0: Well, that's cool <laughs> uh for me let's see for me i um so I grew up really into skateboarding and Biking, I was like so into BMX, like crazy. And then cycling has carried on to me for my whole life. So I'm still into cycling, but everybody knows I'm into cycling. But I don't think people know that I was into skateboarding as much as I was. I was never really good though. Um, So, but it was like we, me and my brother would skate every day. And then he's, he's become, he's a really great skater still. He doesn't do it very often, but then I had a really bad injury And so I don't skate anymore. So, anyways, that's one. Um, Two. Let's see. People may not know that I have weirdo anxieties about. Like, first of all, social anxiety. People have heard me talk about. But um, I have like weird anxieties that like I'm gaining weight for no reason, and I'm just like, look at me, dude. I'm just so fat. (laughs) And then, like, two days later, I'm like, I'm fine. (laughs) Like, and like, then three days later, I'm like, oh my god, I can't wear this shirt. I
2: look like a total fatso. What an idiot! And then you sound like a human being. (laughs) I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. (laughs) So, um,
0: I, I, I go through this roller coaster of like, I need to get in the gym and I need to get on my bike and I'm not riding enough miles like every week. And like, I definitely, I mean, dude, 41 years old. I think I'm like not as fat as most 41 year olds. I'm not as thin as you, Tucker, but like. But, like you know, so I go through that weird thing. I'm just an open book on this show, Phil. everybody just knows everything about me. It's crazy, okay, <laughs> um, so two, okay, and then three, I do not get this is a this is a this is a taboo one. I don't get involved in to- in politics at all. I'm not involved in I cannot stand when people are forcing you to follow their agenda or like. Like if you choose to remain silent like me and not wave somebody else's flag, don't just leave me alone. Don't call me out for that. I don't get involved in politics. All right. So smart. (laughs) I feel like a lot of drum companies are like calling other drum companies out. Like you're not supporting black lives matter or whatever. And I'm like, first of all, I am black. Second, they haven't called us out, but I'm like, you know, and I don't get involved in other people's politics, so I'm not going to wave any flag. Whether it's like it's just not it's
2: not me. I just don't do that. So, um it's scary know. to say the wrong thing. You know what I mean? Right. Like, even if your intentions are the right thing, you know, in, in in your mind, you know, sometimes people interpret things in in such a way that right.
0: Well, and just because you're like silent, or you're just choosing to like be neutral or not doesn't mean that you're supporting one group. That's exactly what it means. You're you're not supporting either thing. You know, it's just I have my beliefs and I have my opinions about I don't like injustice. I don't like violence. I don't like this. I don't like that. It's, you know, it's like everybody else. I'm a human being. I just don't need to back. I just back what I do, (laughs) like if that makes sense. I appreciate other people and I, I really appreciate, you know, with my history and punk music and all this stuff. I appreciate when people are outspoken about what they believe in because I am too, but I just, I don't want to, I don't want to be forced into your political agenda. Like I just want to let you do that. (laughs) That Totally. So yeah. Um, I don't know. Me and Phil have talked about this extensively, but yeah, it's crazy, crazy world we live
2: in, man. (laughs) Crazy. Yeah, absolutely. So,
0: um, all right, man. Well, dude, Thank you so much. You spent a full hour with us. It goes by quick, right?
2: It went by um, really quick. I appreciate you guys, for real. That that was yeah. a lot of fun.
0: Seriously. Man, we really appreciate you coming on and taking the time with us, man. It's really cool.
2: And um Absolutely. Yeah, man. You got to
0: do it again. Just come on and hang
2: out and I would love yeah. to. Anytime y'all want.
0: All right, cool. Um when like so if people want to get in touch with you, follow you, whatever, like what's the best way? You have a website,
2: right? I have a website but i don't really use it to be honest okay. with you I, yeah um but just instagram tucker rule or uh you
0: know you can hit me up on facebook as well. cool yeah and you yeah. got a lot of cool stuff a lot of just the cutest baby pictures ever
2: <laughs> thank you man. thank you
0: and um like yeah really cool your instagram is really cool you can see you play you can see your amazing cue drums beautiful cue drums and all kinds of stuff so yeah awesome. hit the follow well, button thanks, like button all that stuff uh, man, Tucker, thank you so much for coming on. Great, great, like meeting you and great getting to know you. And, um, yeah, man, it's like just, a, it's like the standard hang for us, you know, it's like, so, I love it. So cool. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Someday we'll do it in real life.
0: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Cup
2: of coffee. And we're just yeah. like,
0: yeah, absolutely. So when things
2: cool. go back to normal, right. You know, we'll, right. We'll, we'll, we'll Do this in real life. <laughs> exactly, man.
0: Thank you so much. And we'll,
2: we'll talk to you soon. Awesome. Thank you both. All right.
0: Uh, uh, uh. Yes, sir. Oh, man. Tucker rule. Yeah, dude. That was awesome. It's so crazy to me, man. When we have these like that dude plays in big, like famous bands, dude. He's like pretty. He's got a lot of followers and stuff. And he's like, he's a pretty famous dude like as far as like drummers go, like not even maybe in like drummer circles, but like in real life, that dude's play, he plays in some famous bands for real. And like, he's just the coolest dude, just a cool guy. Like just so down to earth, so genuine, so honest, you know, it's like he could easily come on here and be like, like basically does everybody know who I am? And you could just tell that's just not who he is. You know, he's just a straight up guy, stand up dude. So thank yeah. you so much for Tucker or uh, to Tucker for coming on the show and, um, man, taking the time, even with a newborn baby. That's really awesome. We yeah. really appreciate it. What a great interview too. What a great, great deal.
1: I want to drink great. coffee and hit copper drums with them.
0: Um, yeah, me too. <laughs> I really want to hear those drums really bad. Copper drums. They look, they look beautiful too. That's amazing. They look like really beautiful. Yeah. Really cool. Really cool. Um, So, um, yeah, man, shout out. Thanks. Thanks to him. Follow him. Tucker rule T U C K E R R U L E on Instagram, Facebook, all that jazz. Um, all right, funky Phil. Um, I'm going to just go ahead and get into this. I ain't trying to hear that (laughs) right now. Yes, sir. Uh, my soapbox is this week is about, This is probably a controversial soapbox because like I just talked about how I don't get involved in politics and I'm not going to talk about politics, but I've I've spent this a lot of this show talking about how I'm torn and all this stuff. Well, okay, so San Diego is opening the heck back up. Everything is opening up. Restaurants, everything is open. So I got hit up for a schmucky metals band showcase gig next Monday, next Monday at the roof at the roof. Woo. Yeah, dude, I rode my scoot I rode my Vespa, my scooter by-, by there like a month or two ago. The whole thing was boarded up. Like I was like they're not opening again. I thought they were shut down. It was like wood on the windows, boarded Whoa. up.
1: Oh, to protect it from looters or something.
0: Yeah, but I think this was before that. Huh. Yeah. So this was like at least a month a month ago. And so, yeah, boarded up. I'm like, they're not opening again. So it's taken me by surprise. Like, hey, you got an invite for the showcase. And I'm just like the show. So the way it works, dude, is the showcases don't make a lot of money. You don't make a lot of money on that gig. It's like a standard basically pay your gas to get, get you to this gig. But it's a really fun gig. Huge, like huge band, 16 piece band, typically full horns and everything. But then from that one showcase gig, I'll end up getting like, I'll fill up my calendar from you basically, and it's, it's basically the way it works is you play this showcase gig to show the, the, the clientele, like what your band sounds like. So instead of sending them a demo or showing them a YouTube page, you're like, just come and see us. Then you could really see what it's like. So then from that gig, they see us and they're like, wow, this is amazing. I want to book you guys. And then they book us and then I normally get a bunch of gigs from that one gig. So from that one gig, I can make like three grand from, you know, my, a bunch of gigs coming in and that's how I fill up my calendar. Yeah. Okay. So at the end of the day though, you got to think like how many people are going to show up? What's the danger? Like, and so I was like, nah, dude, I'm not ready for this. Um, It's not that I'm not ready for this. I don't think it's safe. Like a 60, the tin roof. Okay. First of all, the tin roof, you're playing the house drums. I don't know what drunken fool has sneezed or touched those drums, but I'm not comfortable with that. And those drums are haggard, full of germs. Uh, Not that I'm touching the drums, but you know what I mean? You're adjusting stuff and you're, you know, whatever. So, that's one, two. You know how small the stage is. It's not the smallest stage, but it's not a giant stage. So you're going to have especially 16 when there's people. sixteen
1: people up there.
0: Yeah, sixteen people up there. I don't. None of these people have been tested. You know, and I doubt any of the singers or anybody's going to be wearing a mask. People are going to probably be making fun of me for wearing a mask. Then you got all the people, the patrons in there that are drinking and touching everything, and everybody's in close proximity, right? And so, like, I'm not trying to get preachy on, like, dude, wear your mask and do your thing. But for me, I'm like, I don't want to put myself in that position because that seems really dangerous for the low amount of money that I'm going to be getting from this gig. And even if it was a well-paying gig, I still would be like, I don't know, man. I don't know.
1: Yeah, like, how are they going to fit? I mean, things are opening up, but it's everything's supposed to be adjusted to the parameters of, like, six-foot social distancing and masks. So I don't know how they're going to get six feet between you and everybody else on stage. Dude, I don't
0: know about you, but I've <laughs> driven like... around San Diego. Like I've driven, I've driven around like Carlsbad and, and a lot of these places, there is none of that going on in the restaurants, dude. They can say it all they want, but I, I drove by, a, um, we, we went to the beach yesterday. I drove by in Carlsbad I'm like, babe, look at this. And it's just like, people are in the restaurants at the bars, drinking, eating, socializing, like nothing ever happened. No one wearing a mask.
1: Yeah, it's and so it's frightening. And it's whatever, I don't man. I don't know why they it doesn't. From everything I've read, the it's not uh it's slowing down.
0: That's what I'm saying, dude. <laughs> now because of all these protests and all this stuff, the numbers are spiking. I'm not. This isn't my opinion. This is this is what you see, statistic wise. Whether it's the CDC, whether it's Fox News, whether it's CN- CNN, it doesn't matter. Whatever it is. The numbers are still going up. The death toll is going down from what I hear, but the numbers are still going up. They're not this thing. There's no vaccine. There's no cure. There's no whatever, whatever, whatever. I know a lot less people are dying, but still, dude, you cannot say that it's still there and it's still dangerous. And I understand we still need to work. I understand we need to make money. I understand. I get it what I don't get is like why you're looking at me weird that because I don't want to, I don't want to play this gig. Like I immediately got a phone call like, yo, so you don't want to do this showcase. And I'm like, no, sorry. No. Well, what are you going to do? I mean, you got to work. And I'm like, well, yeah, but I'm just going to keep persevering in what I'm doing, I guess you know, I, I just feel like this studio is like my sanctuary, my safe place. And I can get a lot of work done here and I'm not playing gigs yet, but I do want to go back to playing. It has nothing to do with that, but I also don't want to get sick, dude. Last time I played a gig, like the last series of gigs I played, I got sick as a dog, probably with the Ronas dude was laid out. And so I'm like, It's, it's just too much. And then I hear like, and then like all the weirdo politics that come along with gigs, not like, not like politics, politics, but like inner, inner politics that go on. Mm
2: -hmm. Like
0: one of the gigs that I was playing at Paula casino regularly, I heard they've been, they've been gigging like the past couple weeks or month. Yeah. And they haven't, they have not reached out to me. And I was like their first call drummer. Oh, damn. So I'm like maybe that's just my energy that's like cuz I would not be taking that gig at a casino, no chance. No chance. Recycled air, old people, everybody in there touching everything, drinking, smoking. Yeah, the, it's kind systems.
1: Of the casino's opened up cuz they're all tribal land. Yeah. So they don't have to follow the rules of the exactly. state. Exactly. So there, a lot of the casinos opened up way earlier than uh was recommended.
0: So then like that's my that's another part of my soapbox where it's like okay, well, what the heck did I do to you where you're like all of a sudden just not going to call me? Like, what the heck did I do? You know, like, what are, what are you, first of all, what are you thinking? But then obviously, okay, yeah, everybody wants to go back to work, but then what the heck did I do to piss you off? Like, I'm just chilling out here, like just doing nothing. But then I have to like put it into perspective. Like, hey, you know what? I wouldn't take this gig anyways. Like I would definitely for sure turn down a casino gig right now. So I'm like, am I, can I be mad? I can't, be really, I can't really be mad that she doesn't want to call me? Yeah. But dude, forget you then. Like you know, And so I'm like, yeah, this is really putting things like I keep saying, it's putting things in perspective because I keep telling me and the universe and whoever else you want to talk about that this is what I want to be doing. I want to have this lifestyle. I don't want to play casino gigs anymore. I don't want to play a lot of the restaurant gigs. Like I'll probably keep the Eddie Vs gig, but like within reason, like during the week. Okay. But like on the weekends, I'm like, "Mm, yeah, I don't know, you know? And so maybe people are picking up on that and, and just going yeah, don't call Corey. He doesn't want to do this anymore, which is probably a better thing for me. Yeah, maybe. But the showcase thing really was like, and while I was, while I was like saying no, I was on the phone with the dude, one of the singers just bailed on the gig. And I, I don't know from then till now who else bailed on it, but I reached out to one of the singers and I was like, yo, dude, Mike, so not doing the showcase on. He's just like, yeah, dude, nah, not worth it. And I'm just like, yeah, exactly. That's what I said. He's like, yeah, dude, it's not worth it. He's like, it's too, the numbers are still too high and there's not a a vaccine. Nothing, nothing, nothing has changed. So why are we acting like everything has changed? Plus, yeah, I feel like like
1: I want to hear like, I don't know. We got, um, I'm, my one like the Cassie B band that I play with they're super cool and mellow, and they're all like very um open to everybody's feelings about getting back out there and and when and how and under what conditions you know yeah, so I'm lucky with that and uh we, that's good. we booked we booked one show next month, and it's not till mid July just to dip our toe to see what yeah. things are like by then and it, it is at it's at the hummel casino but we like went back and forth with them we were like we want to know all the ways that you're going to make sure we're safe and this and that what you guys are doing so, right so we got a lot of info and it sounded it sounded okay and the fact that it's not till till july we're, we're gonna see see how it goes
0: i guess like all in all dude when when i stopped when when this thing, when we went on lockdown, like I was gigging casinos, restaurants, and all that stuff. And I definitely got super sick, super sick, all the symptoms of the Ronas. But I'm just saying like, I was playing Paula Casino and I was so extreme, like extremely cautious, like after every set, hand sanitizer, staying away from people. I wasn't wearing a mask, but I still was like this is dangerous man I don't know and I was still taking the gig and that I feel like that was worst time to to be doing that you know but I I I have a gig on the books right now I don't know who knows if it'll get canceled but I have a, a gig on the books right now for um July 11th and um I'm probably going to take that one it's a wedding gig I'm probably going to do that one and just that'll probably be my first gig back If it gets canceled though I'm not mad I'm like yeah okay well whatever So I um I would like to I would like to see how this thing goes. (laughs) I just, yeah, dude, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little bit bugged at that. I'm a little annoyed. Yeah. Like I,
1: I can't, yeah, I don't know. I can't imagine the tin roof and what they're doing.
0: And that's what I said. I said, how can they allow that? And the, the way that it was presented to me was like, it's up to the venue, any venue that wants to do it. They're allowed to do it now. Um, so if, if they feel like they want to, then they can do it. But he's like, the dude that was talking to me, said that, that people have been gigging at the tin roof for like the past month. I'm just like, what? Like, who knows if anybody's gotten anything and you know, maybe I'm overreacting, but like, I don't really care. Like, I don't, I don't really feel safe doing it. And I know it's a lot of, I don't know, even if the music gigging industry is going to be any different. I mean, it might not be different in San Diego. San Diego, San Diego, but you know what I mean? It's like, I heard LA is just like way, like people, like they're not recovering from this. Like a lot of venues are shutting down. Yeah. So man, Like iconic venues are shutting down. Oh, like man. the Troubadour and stuff. Shoot. So I don't know. Don't, don't quote me on that. Like I I've heard that that was the game plan and then there's people coming together to save it. But like, yeah. Anyways, you, that's, that's all I'm saying is like, I was pretty annoyed. Like, come on guys. Like, let's think clearly about this. Think about it. Think about it. 16 piece band on stage, close, close quarters, sharing mics. Who knows if they're going to do all that stuff, but probably no chance, dude. No chance. I ain't trying to hear that right now. Yeah. 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 Um. So anyways, Phil, we got to wrap this up, but um, I didn't get to talk about my week. Um, so I got a new bike, got a new bicycle. I saw you were selling a bike. (laughs) Yeah. So I, I, um, so every, okay. Like I always say, everybody knows that I'm, I'm into bikes. I'm into cycling. I have like a road bike and then I had a fixed gear, Mm -hmm. like a pure hipster. (laughs) Um, I got rid of the fixed gear and, um, and then I got one of those large BMX bikes, like a big BMX bike. So much fun phil wait that was the new one
1: that's the new one yeah. the bmx bike yes
0: what it's like an adult size bmx
1: bike oh i thought that was like i thought that was like an old bike from when you were a youngster that you, no. that you like <laughs> that you found or something so <laughs> it
0: looks like a small it looks like a small bike like but it's huge it's like a monster truck bike dang it's, it's giant it's like so you're gonna be being, like the goonies uh, Yeah. I'm like six foot four. And so when I jump on this bike, it immediately feels like I'm 12 years old again, riding a BMX bike. It is so dang fun, Phil. That's awesome. So fun. It's just so much easier to ride. And like the fixed gear, I just wasn't riding. And then I went to, so nowadays, so when I was a kid, we used to have to build our own jumps. You know, we, me and my buddies would be out there with shovels. And if somebody had a tractor, oh boy, forget it but we would be out there with shovels. We'd find a field or something and then we would make our own jumps. And sometimes it was like, it was so much work that we'd only make one and then we would just keep jumping it, you know, or like we would have to build, like if we wanted to skate, we'd have to build, we'd have to find an empty pool somewhere, or we'd have to build our own half pipe, you know, or a quarter pipe. So like me and my buddies literally got together and built, his dad was a construction worker, found a bunch of wood and we literally built a half pipe in his backyard. And then, wrote it well nowadays i mean since those days since i was a little kid it was a long time ago you know and um now they have parks that are built for like they have skate parks obviously but they also have bike parks that i didn't know about oh and so i went to this thing it's called a pump track and it's just like rolling little humps that you go through and like a berm and then rolling and you can jump them you can like roll them I went to one on Saturday and it was like the most fun I've had since I was 12 years old.
1: Dang.
0: It was so fun, dude. And I was just like, it immediately brought me, I was like really nervous, like, cause it hurts if you crash now, like at this age. But the thing that's crazy is this is like, this is normal life for kids. Like they're just, they're, they're on their little scooters or they're there on bikes or skateboards or whatever. And they just go to the skate park or the, the bike park and have fun. But like, if I would have had that when I was a kid, holy moly!
1: Yeah, or like the ones I mean, that crazy, like the ones that are built by the city that are like free and stuff. Yeah, that's, so that's cool. what this was. They don't. I'm, yeah, when I was younger and going to skate parks, we had, you had to go pay for them and go to a, right. get a membership at one and or build your yeah. own, like you were saying. We used to, used to do the same thing.
0: Yeah, I remember right when I was getting like I was really into skateboarding still, but I was like kind of on my way out like i i I would do it if my buddies invited me or whatever is like yeah you i there was there was one in temecula called the ollie house the best skate park i've ever been to they had a mega ramp in there they had like so much versatile stuff for like beginners to adults and and i had so much fun there and like they but it was like that it was like a membership you had to pay to go in and um so amazing, but I don't know that they had some problem with their insurance or something where I, I have no idea what it was, but they closed down It was the best, best skate park I've ever seen. All wood. Amazing. Um, <clears throat> or you had to know somebody. So like I knew people at the Hurley, like at Hur like we recorded at the Hurley studio a lot. And, um, I don't think that place is there anymore, but they had a full skate park. And so I could go in and like, go, you know, after this practice, can I hit the skate park for a little bit? And they were like, yeah, yeah. If you want, yeah. Just, you know, just know that like if you get hurt or something, it's not on us. And it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah. And then, but, but the mentality was still very different when I was like at that age, there was still like a lot of competitive, like if, you know, I was telling my wife, like if we go, like, if we go, like I was in my own head when before I even got started at this pump track, because like when I was a kid, like if you showed up with a bike that like, everybody didn't think was cool, you might get picked on. Or if you weren't very good on bikes, you might get picked on. You know, like so I was like, dude, I'm I'm an older guy now. Like I, I I think this bike is awesome, but I don't know if this is like the cool bike to have. Dude, it's not at all like that anymore. It's like kids are just there and they're just having fun and it doesn't matter. It's kids on like Kmart bikes or whatever, Walmart bikes, and they're just like Doing their thing, like there was like dads there and little kids there that could barely get around, and it was just like everybody. It's all this Aww. this generation's all about like community, you know. That sounds great. That sounds awesome. So much fun, dude. So much stinking fun. I want to so, get it a Goody's bike now, dude. So this one, that like the popular bikes when I was a kid was SE, and um, it's like they're the ones who make PK rippers. And, um, so this is the same company S E, and this is called a fast ripper and it has gears. It's a BMX bike that has gears. so crazy, dude. It's so So much fun. It has disc brakes. Huh? I
1: said, so you can go up Hills. Yeah. Yeah. And, um,
0: it's so fun. You can do wheelies on it and stuff. So, man, I'm having a lot of fun on it. I want to go ride right now, but I have lessons starting. So yeah, that was my week. I didn't do I, I recorded um, some stuff for a band that I used to play in. We're doing um, secret video. Not going to tell you any more about it. I recorded drums doing that um, and video and then I recorded a track for Lili, Um and then I also did my shed portion of our shed video that we're doing Ooh. and I'm not super stoked on my shed video so I'm probably going to try to do some more of that tonight um, and get that dialed but um. Yeah, so that's pretty much all the music I had. I, I Besides drum lessons, I just was filming stuff for people, editing stuff for people, and riding bikes. That sounds like a good so. week. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, yeah. Um, this has been a great show, Funky Phil. It has. Tucker Rule coming on the show, just hanging out with us. I think that when he was scheduling... um. His manager was like, yeah, we have Tucker rule that would love to come on the show or we'd love to schedule for the show um, from Thursday. And then I think our coordinator was like, okay, but we do the show on Monday. (laughs) (laughs) Or it was like, kind of like, I think there was a little bit of confusion. They're like, no, his band is Thursday. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. um, Yeah. Anyways, dude, we're like, yeah, that was good. That was good. So thanks to him for coming on. Um, Spending time, like we said. Thank you, Funky Phil, for producing the show. Yeah. And um, taking time out of your day and allowing your family, allowing us to hang out with you. Um, Thank you to me for just being like the dopest in the world, Phil. Big time. (laughs) Phil's giving me the clap emoji. (laughs) Um, just kidding. No, but, um, thank you guys for listening to the drum brigade podcast, episode 86, go and check out all of our stuff. Also mentioned, I forgot to mention that if you guys have any questions or anything like that, just use a contact form drum um, or DMS DMS on Instagram. If you guys want to get started early on submitting your, um, stuff, I'll give you guys the, um, information on the next show episodes 87 for your shed um the listener shed session all right guys drum brigade podcast episode 86 thanks for listening to the drum brigade podcast this podcast was recorded in the beat locker at pimp city in oceanside california This podcast was produced by Funky Phil Pardell and all drops and original music are by Corey Kingston. The Drum Brigade theme song is I Don't Like Your Music by The Busters. For more episodes, please visit drumbrigade.com and hit up our archives to hear some great interviews with Thomas Lang, Daniel Glass, Stan Bicknell, Tosh the Drummer, Kurt Biscara, Mike Dawson, and many, many more. For all other things or to get in touch... Please visit drumbrigade.com. Oh, yeah, one more thing like and subscribe.